wonderful time, great group of people in that church and also ended up lecturing in a Bible college, Harvest Bible College in Melbourne. So lots of surprises when you follow the God life. What did you lecture in? What subjects? Uh, lots of Bible study subjects, actually. I really loved getting into the Bible and unpacking what that looked like mm-hmm. for us today. You know, the Bible is a very ancient book and it has amazing, wonderful, dramatic stories to tell. Um, but the question is always, well, what does this relevance have to me in my 21st century high-tech life? So I've always loved unpacking that and seeing what is God like for them and what is God like for me. You ended up uh, at Hillsong's uh, College. Tell us about That's how you right. got involved there. So I was working at Hillsong College, fantastic college in Sydney, for about five years as the academic dean. So um, was involved in all the teaching and the lecturing and the assessment processes in the college. I always thought it was a, an odd role for me to be involved in. I never imagined I would be doing that. I was missing the beard and the beige cardigans no. you know, that I'd always <laughs> thought in my head would be associated with that role. But just an amazing team, a great college to be a part of. I've always had a passion to train other people to be ministers and pastors. And, and from that, many of our students have gone across the world being involved in church leadership. So Mm. a real privilege to be involved in that. How important do you think it is that young people uh, go and, uh, you know, get taught the Word of God and equipped? I mean, when when I was 19, I went straight from school to to Bible college, uh, and I think it was a a later foundation for ministry for the rest of my life. And and I got to hang around with a bunch of on-fire young adults who were, you know, just hungry for God's Word and to do ministry. How important do you think it is that young people get that opportunity? Yeah, look, I think the age group 18 to 25 is such a key time of our lives. It's foundational. And a lot of people go traveling and backpacking, and I think what a great thing to use your gap year after school to actually really input into your life spiritually and set up your values make some good decisions, how is my life going to look? Because you, you you live a little bit later, get into your 30s and 40s and start to see the fruit of those early decisions. And um, it's fascinating. I mean, fascinating to watch that process. So key time of life, mm. good decisions. Make a decision to follow God with all of your heart because he's worth following. Mm. You've had quite a diverse ministry experience, really. I mean, from uh, working also in cross-cultural missions to caring for homeless youth to developing the online training programs. Go back to the cross-cultural. Where did you head overseas? Oh, that was a fun experience at 21. I, I kind of wanted an adventure. So I said, God, lead me to some adventurous place. So I found myself in the Solomon Islands, which is a third world country in the South Pacific. And, you know, the stereotype was there. I was on these rust bucket boats traveling to these exotic islands where no white people had been apart from the family I was visiting. And um, I was a teacher, so trained in school teaching, teaching uh, the, the children of missionaries who were translating the Bible in local languages. So very remote areas, um, way away from the West, learning experience. a lot, meeting people, um, getting shipwrecked mm-hmm. and being stuck on isolated islands for days at a time. So it really scratched my adventure itch. But I, I think one of the things I learned out of that is when we give our lives to God, he certainly gives us the desires of our heart. And uh, I had a great time. Wonderful people. And then did you go over to Europe, a European country as well, do a bit of skiing? What was yeah. The- <laughs> you no, know, the, the odd thing was my first overseas um, ministry appointment as an itinerant ministry for my ministry, God Conversations, was in Switzerland. Switzerland, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I always had this thing for skiing. So here I was preaching one day and skiing the Woo-hoo. next. <laughs> it was awesome. 
Uh, very cool. Sounds, sounds good. Yes. Um, now, the other thing I wanted to ask you about um, was uh, your heart for the media. Um, this uh, series you've released, uh, The Other Side of the, of the Conversation, about God Conversations, uh, like I said before, it's been on Foxtel, on the Australian Christian Channel. Uh, it's uh, a, a six-part DVD series. Um, tell us how this idea came about uh, to launch this. Well, I think sometimes we sit in church and we'll hear the pa- the pastor or the preacher say, and God spoke to me, and then this happened and this happened. And we all think, that's great. Or we read a passage in the Bible and it says, and the word of the Lord came to. And, and it's awesome to hear the voice of God and then to see the miracles that follow that. But sometimes we struggle with, okay, what does that look like for me here in my space right now when I'm making decisions about my job, about my life, about how I spend my money? What is God saying to me right now? And so what we wanted to do was we wanted to show how God speaks. And so I do use a lot of stories from my own life. I use a lot of Bible stories to show that, to actually demonstrate that it is possible to recognize God's voice. In fact, that's a promise that Jesus said, you will recognize my voice and you'll be able to follow it. And I I believe that the Holy Spirit, that God wants us to actually know his voice on a regular basis so that we can understand what his purpose for our life is and and really cultivate that personal relationship that we talk so much about in church life. Mm. I think there's a lot of people that think that prayer is a one-way conversation. Yeah. You know, you just go to God like Santa Claus, you give him your list of things, I want this, this, this and this, (laughs) and uh, fix this up, um, get me that job, you know, heal my body, all that, you know. Um, But to actually realize that God wants a relationship with us, um, yeah. Like I, I like to tell the story that when my wife and I first started dating, um, we would talk occasionally. Uh, sorry, before we were dating, we would talk occasionally. We'd work together. And then um, we would go out for coffees and have more intimate discussions. That's true. And then I fell in love first. She had no idea. Uh, and then eventually she fell in love with me. Uh, and then we would exchange emails, letters. Yes. Um, we'd talk more intimately about things. Eventually got engaged, got married. And I think there's a lot of people that uh, are having a long-distance relationship with God and they they don't really communicate with him on an intimate level mm. but God doesn't want us to just be friends or to date he wants to be married he wants yeah. a relationship with us doesn't yeah. he in fact people will often say to me well, what what's the key thing mm. how do i hear from god give me what's what's the one thing i need to do is it to spend you know hours in prayer or is it to to take time out what what is the one thing i need to do and i often say the one thing is to understand it's just like any relationship. Mm. So use the same principles for, say, even a dating relationship. Understand that it takes time yeah. to recognize the, the voice of the one you love. It, it takes practice, if you like, and experience. And But we need to be open to it from mm. the beginning. Mm. Um, not like the friend who talk, does all the talking yeah. and, and never allows you to get a word in. You know, I often think, <laughs> how does God feel up there? He's like, can you let me talk? <laughs> <laughs> your, um, your subtitle is Heard from God Lately. Yes. Do you often just ask that question to your friends and family? Yeah, look, I, I remember one time I was sitting with some Christians um, in a small group setting, actually, and we had to talk about... You know, an experience where we'd heard from God. And the first person started and they said, well, you know, 10 years ago when I first gave my life to the Lord, God spoke to me. And the next person said, well, oh, I had this amazing conversation with God five years ago. And I'm sitting there thinking, what will I share? Will I share the conversation from last month or or this month? And I truly believe that God, he's not going to talk to us every moment of the day. But, but he does want to talk to us on a regular basis. Mm. And so I think we're missing out. One of the surprises I had as I went on this journey for myself was was understanding that he really did care to speak to me. Mm. And he was 
you know, having faith that he is able to use whatever means he can as long as I'm listening and expecting in faith that God will speak uh, as a key part of understanding and hearing from him. The Lord's opened many doors for you, uh, not only with this uh, DVD series. Uh, you, you travel a lot. You speak at different churches and conferences. What's the kind of message you bring uh, when you go and speak? Look, a big part of it is to understand that God wants to speak to you, not just the pastor or the person who's been to Bible college or the person who's really religious. Any Anyone, God wants to speak to you. Mm. And it's just understanding that when when Jesus came and died and he sent the Holy Spirit, he said that when the Spirit comes, your sons and daughters will prophesy and your young and old will have visions and dreams. And those two, those two mechanisms, prophecy, visions and dreams, are the key forms of communication that we see throughout the Bible and that God actually wants to speak to us as part of being a Christian. It's a normal part of being a Christian, so we should expect that. Mm. We should expect him to show us things in our future, to talk to us about the things we don't know, to, to give us understanding about our lives and make us into the people that he designed us to be. I've got a little audio file here of the other side of the conversation. This is uh, from Tanya Harris's six-week DVD series called The Other Side of the Conversation. Have a listen to this. Have you ever heard one of those stories about someone who thought they heard from God but they actually didn't? And then there's all the damage and fallout that goes with it. Or perhaps you've been one of them. You thought you heard from God, you made steps of faith, and then circumstances backfire. Can we trust the voice we hear? We read stories like this throughout the Bible. All the significant characters heard from God and acted on it. Somehow they had learnt to recognise God's voice. The Bible says that Adam and Eve heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden. But what does God sound like? Knowing God is a real relationship. So hearing his voice is not about perfecting a technique. Spend 15 minutes a day, take these three steps or use this formula. It's not about getting guidance or having a prophetic dream. When he speaks to us, there's something he requires from us. You're receiving power for miracles. You are partnering with God's plans on the earth and you're entering the faith zone. Ask yourself, am I willing to hear whatever God says? I can hear him say yes, but can I hear him say no? It's not difficult to hear God's voice. God wants us to hear from him, and he is committed to making his messages clear. It was never meant to be a one-way conversation. It was never meant to be a one-way conversation. I love it. Uh, that's from, uh, of course, the uh, six-part DVD series with a guidebook, and it's great for small groups or individually for people to do as well. I might uh, see if I can do that with our home group. It looks fantastic. Uh, now, Tanya, before we go, um, you were just sharing before about how uh, you know God wants to speak to each one of us. He wants a relationship with each one of us. And, uh, of course, it's through Jesus Christ uh, who he sent uh, 2,000 years ago to die on the cross for us. You know, There might be people listening that, I've never actually heard the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and maybe people would like to become a Christian today and, and start that relationship with with God. Would you speak with those listeners now about how they would do that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, in the Bible it talks about a time when God spoke and walked and talked with Adam and Eve, and um, we see the story unfold that our rebellion and our sins stopped that relationship. And Jesus came to actually deal with the problem in our hearts, and when he died and rose again, he dealt with the problem of sin. 
And the result of that was that he, he sent the Holy Spirit to live in us and to, to speak to us and to guide us in our lives. And Jesus offers that opportunity for all of us um, that God wants to be in relationship with you and I today. And all that involves is just accepting the gift that God has given, that accepting the gift of new life, receiving the Holy Spirit, and then enjoying a life that he has for us in the future. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us today and sharing the good news with us. And, uh, of course, if people want to find out more, the website is godconversations.com. Also see that you're there on our face- Facebook and Twitter, social media, and there's a, an online poll you can do on the website, all sorts of goodies there. And uh, people would like to maybe book you to speak at their event. Uh, they can find all your details there. Well, Tanya Harris, we reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Matt and God Karen. bless you. It's been good to be you doing. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater, and why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials, and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor.